Dr. Lord Benson, you're now in tune to your time for a miracle broadcast. Well, my friend, listen, I'm inviting you to call a neighbor and call a friend. Invite them to tune in for the next few minutes. For I believe that God has a word just for them. Now, listen, my friends, for those of you that want to be part of some of our services, one church at two locations. That's right. In the metropolitan area, Baton Rouge, you can join us at the Cathedral World Worship Center in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 5810 McCann Drive in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And our second location is in Gonzales, in what you call Ascension Parish, 2103 South Philippe. That's the Life Cathedral Worship Center. That's 2103 South Philippe in Gonzales, Louisiana. That's the Life Cathedral. Now, my friends, for those of you that need to know the service times, you may call this number, 225-291-2400. That's 225-291-2400. Call that number and get information on our service time. You don't want to miss not one of these impact service but it is known that one service can change your entire life now listen my friend we going to go into the service on today oh my god many have been blessed just by being in these services now i need you to call someone now and invite them again to tune in and let them know that your time for a miracle broadcast is now on the air with yours truly the Apostle, Dr. Lord Benson. I'm looking and looking and believing for God to touch your life. At the end of the broadcast today, I will be giving information for you to write me for special prayer. Many of you that have been healed and many have been delivered and filled with the Holy Ghost by being part of what God is doing. But I want you to pray for you. So at the end of the broadcast today, I want you to get the information and I look to hear from you. Now my friend, let's go now into that service now in progress. I want you to look around at a neighbor and say it's time to stop the drift. Come on, look at the neighbor and say you're drifting and you're drifting away from something and you need to get back on shore, on course. Say amen. This today, and I thank God because out of spiritual observation, how many of y'all have spiritually observed some things that's going on in the church world and not only in the church world, but even in your world and not only your world, but have been observing things in the church and in the secular world. How many of you know that there are some things going on that is troublesome, that is crucial? And these things is happening today because of the fact that something uh, is wrong uh, in our world. Something is deadly wrong and is a drifting 
uh, that is taking place in the body of Christ. And, and unfortunately, uh, many that started off with God and started off living for God is now being caught up. The Bible said there's uh, uh, they're caught up in the spirit of the age, the spirit of the age, which means in this present world. There are some things that are enticing to us that is drawing us and causing us to drift away from the things of God, the love that we once had for God, the, the zeal that we once had for God, the, the enthusiasm that we once had for God. We are drifting away from it. And a drift, it's not so that you get to a place overnight, but slowly but surely, you have gotten away from that that have kept you powerful and kept you anointed and kept you focused and that this thing now has caused you to drift away and so all of a sudden you'll find yourself out in the middle of nowhere and you're trying to figure out Lord where did I go wrong? Where did I make the wrong decision at? Where did I mess up at? Because I know where I used to be but in the last few years and the last few months I done drifted Drifted, and sometimes when you're drifting, you really don't know that you're drifting. That's why you call it the drift because you don't really know. It ain't that that you're going there, it ain't that that you're running there. It's where slowly you're drifting, slowly you're losing something with God. Things are changing in your life, and it's causing a problem because here the summit is crying out to God. In, in, a, in a state of mind uh, he was in distress he was in distress because he was looking out for the future and the welfare of Israel because Israel was in trouble so the prophet the, the, the summits amen began to cry out help Lord mm, help Lord, we, you're going to discover that in the midst of our observation, spiritual observation, that what can really bring us back to the place in God where we used to be, what, what can get us back to our praise, what can get us back to our preaching, what can get us back to our singing, what can get us back to our private devotion in the time that we have with God, what can get us back to that because we done drifted, we done drifted away and God is concerned about every one of us because of the fact what's going to happen as the psalmist says here in the word of the Lord, he said now God, he said what done happened here is since these things is happening, I'm crying out to you, I'm crying out to you and I'm in distress it's like I'm about to drown it's like I'm about to fall I'm on the edge of the cliff and I'm crying out help Lord help but now he, he is very specific about his help because he ain't just calling on God to heal him he ain't just calling on God amen to, to save him he's not calling on God amen to, to the extent that he want God to work a miracle in his body no that ain't it that ain't it he, he's calling on God because of the spiritual condition of his people he is calling on God because of the spiritual condition of the church Hello. So he said, help, Lord. And, and watch what he says here. He said, help, Lord, for the godly man. For the godly man. Who is the godly 
man, the righteous man, the saintly man, the religious man. He seeks to exist. Where are those today that was once assigned and they was a representation and an ambassador of the kingdom that God can show respect through you in the earth realm because we, the godly man is ceasing. The righteous man is falling. We don't have a lot of folks today that represent and have resemblance of God. We got in our own way. We done got worldly. We done got to the place now. Amen. Folks don't know us from the world. They can come up in here. They don't know the saint from the sinner because we have lowered the standards of God. And the Bible said the psalmist cried out, Lord, we need help because if all the godly men cease, if all the righteous men cease, oh God, I feel God here. What are we going to do? He says in the words, for the godly man cease it. No one is holding up the spiritual standards anymore. What about you on your job? Are you a light on that job in your community, in your neighborhood, wherever you may go? Amen. The godly man or the godly woman is ceasing. We no longer see a sign of hope, a sign that we can go to somebody and say, you know what? I'm looking at your life and I believe that if I talk to you and you can talk to me, there's some change that take place in my life. But the godly man is ceasing. We don't see it no more. We don't have no reverence for the things of God anymore. What am I talking about? The reverence is God. Church is just a byway place now. It ain't no reverence to the house of God. I go when I feel like it. I go when things is is, is prevailing right. I go when I think amen. it's to my convenience that devil that mess with the mind of us and what that is you are drifting you're drifting on the way and now you're going to get so far out there you can't see the beacon light you can't see the glory of God you can't feel the anointing of God you're trying to feel it you're like Samson you're shaking yourself but it's gone cause you done drift You have drift away. Am I talking to anybody here today? Some of you are looking today and you are saying what it's this. But notice my friend, when you have begun to live your life in a way that now God has been placed second and third place in your life. We done put everything before God now. Our jobs, our homes, our cars, amen, our favorite television show, amen, programs, amen, seeking God now and going after God has been rated to second, third, and fourth place everybody got an excuse for everything when it comes to the things of God and God said no way he's I'm first I'm first at all time I'm first in the morning first at noonday I'm first in the evening and first at midnight he's I'm not going to let you put me in second place talking about all this and that blaming everything else but God said no more either because of the fact I got to have somebody to know I'm first when you know that God is first then God said don't worry about everything else cause I'm gonna put everything else in order for you when you put me first 
Bible speaks. Oh, glory to God. In Deuteronomy, oh, well, so Ezekiel, the Bible says we have set up idols in our hearts and our lives that has taken the place of God in our hearts. We have set up idols. We got other things now that has taken the place of God in our hearts. The Bible said Ezekiel began to speak to Israel. He tells them that the idols in the heart put a stumbling block before God. What is that that you have in your heart that is causing a stumbling block? Which means an obstacle that you can't get into the things of God the way you should. Some of y'all are trying to feel the unction again. You're trying to feel the presence of God again. You think by going to church just on a Sunday morning and giving God an hour or an hour and a half, you done did God a favor. No, my friends, what it is, you done put another idol in your heart. You done put something before God whether your family your house your car your job your education your career whatever it is you done put it before God and God said don't you know it is I the Lord God that you live and have your being that I can do something and your mind will snap and you won't forget you'll forget everything you done learned after five years of college education God said keep me first you got to know my friend if the godly man sees what is this world going to turn out to be. Look around you today. Look around the world. Look what's going on. It's out of control. Man don't know what to do. From the president on down to the man on the corner don't know what to do. Why don't know what to do? Because when the godly man sees what else going to happen in the world but destruction. <laughs> the righteous man. The saint when they start ceasing to exist when they cease to live righteous y'all don't know how important it is to have a righteous person around you you know how important it is to have a righteous person or a saintly or a godly person in your life Many of y'all take it, eight man caption, you take it coming, but it's a blessing that when you're on a plane, you got a righteous person on the plane. You don't understand here. Even when you're in your car, and that's almost be the accident pending, but you got a righteous person there. Some of y'all are very careful who you put in your life. And many of y'all sitting here today talking about preacher, what you talking about? Well, if you got common sense to know that if things start happening in your physical life, you want to make sure you have your doctor, your doctor, your doctor. Then you're looking at your pretty white teeth. I'm gonna make sure I got my own dentist. You got a dentist in your life, you got a doctor in your life, and some of you about half crazy you got a psychiatrist in your life and some of y'all around here ain't been matched up in all other areas you got other folks in your life called counselors in your life you got a supervisor in your life that's why when things start happening with you I'm going to call my doctor I'm going to call my dentist you don't call any dentist you don't call any doctor you call a certain one well it's the same way when it comes with your walk with God you need a godly person in your life yes you do you need a godly person in your life you need to have somebody that you can call and talk to and they be able to give you
you spiritual counseling, spiritual advice, and not only that, they know how to pray, they know how to talk to God. What am I talking about? But the Bible said, God say, when the righteous pray, oh, oh God, let me leave that alone right there. When the righteous pray, the Lord said, my ears are open to that cry. So the godly man or the saintly person uh, is ceasing. We, we're not finding it. Amen. Folks today in the church world, they have lost respect for law and order. Nobody want to be accepted to nobody anymore. The reverence is gone. We don't reverence anything. We don't care what folks say about us. We don't care how we display ourselves in society and in our community because of the fact we don't know who God, the God that we serve and so the Bible said the psalmist cried out to the Lord he's the Lord I need your help he did because if the godly man sees who gonna do the job then he moved on down the street there and picked up Psalms 119 he the God since the godly man is ceasing it's time for you glory it's time for you to work God let me tell y'all something y'all don't want God to work come when God step into the church he ain't just coming to the congregation he's gonna start from the pulpit first when God come in the church he's gonna make sure that everything in his house y'all don't want God to come in I'm gonna tell you why if God come in the chair you sitting in and the table you make to collect money with when God come in he's coming in kicking over tables when God come in he tearing down what man done set up when God come in he'll make your long dress come down he'll make your tight pants get loose when God come in he'll cause you to look like a child of his say yes Somebody says, stop. Stop the drift. So the Bible said that the godly man, I mean, the psalmist said, I'm looking around, God, I can't. Where's the godly people? Where's the rightly, saintly? Where are they? I'm looking for somebody that's lifting up a holy standard. I wish I could go to my co-worker, but they don't look godly. I wish I can go to my neighbor, but they don't look saintly. What God, What can I find? Look like they're all ceasing. They're no more them. Not only did the psalmist say that, but watch what the psalmist said. He said, now listen here, I'm crying out for help. I'm calling for help. Not only the godly or the religious the saintly man ceasing, but the faithful man. He said, the faithful man has passed among the children of men. Can you see today among churches and, and places around the world, one of the things that is calling a amen a decline in the, in the church world is the unfaithfulness of the people that's supposed to be living for God. Folks are now are not faithful anymore. They got everything in their mind, in their heart. Why they're not faithful? You don't see faithfulness anymore. You got the beg folk. You got to call folk. Amen. What happened to you? Amen. When there was a day that nobody had to call you for anything. You was but 
the Bible said the psalmist cried out said the faithful man has passed from the amen the cheering of men and every time I look around the church world where are the faithful ones where are the ones from the pulpit to the back door preachers are not faithful anymore the member of the layman and the parishioners they are not faithful anymore everybody got an excuse but God say I'm going to raise up a new breed of folk y'all might as well get ready because for every sock there is a David yes and God going to raise them up from somewhere because somebody going to realize who their God is and I'm going to be faithful I'm not going to stop what God called me to do if I have to move in the way that I do I'm going to be faithful look around you today where are the faithful folk look around your neighborhood where are the faithful folk folks are not faithful anymore but tell your neighbor so I don't know about you if I started with the Lord I'm going all the way how many y'all going all the way whatever you need me God him I heard the Bible said when the prophet Isaiah he looked at all the other folk who was not faithful and he said to them woe is you and woe is you you're not obeying God look out destruction is coming but I heard Isaiah say it was the year when King Uzziah died I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple say us wait wait he I know they ain't faithful no more God he but let me tell you something he the him I he the use me send me I don't have the money like other folks have I don't have transportation like other folks have but if you need somebody if I can't drive there I walk there God if you need anybody I wake up 3 a.m. in the morning I'll be faithful no matter what tell your neighbor neighbor stop the drift tell him again stop it look at the neighbor it's a neighbor I don't know about you after today but I'm gonna stop the drift I've been drifting away from the things of God but I'm ready to let my light so shine tell somebody say, what you're going to do neighbor so you ought to let your life so shine that somebody will see your good works I want to know what you're doing on your job I want to know what you're doing in the neighborhood I want to know what you're doing in the mall what you're doing with your friends around you you're not demonstrating who you are in God so the Bible said look out now because God said now he is getting ready to work everything that's in your heart is getting ready to be revealed some of y'all been hiding it but you're not being revealed God is getting ready to get people with a pure heart and whatever they say they're going to do what they say but I heard God 
said, son, don't worry. For every lion, I got somebody going to be too far. Yes. Look out, church. Because I see God doing it here. Somebody is getting ready to say, like John the Baptist, he had an introduction and a conclusion at the same time. When God getting ready to do it through you. I heard John say in an introduction, what did you say, John? I must decrease while he must increase. Somebody shall glory. And I don't know about you, but I believe somebody today is getting ready to get back on the altar. Say, Lord, I done messed up. I don't live godly anymore. I talk flattery talk. I lie in the church. Lord, bring me back to where I used to be. I heard somebody said, take me back. Somebody said, take me back to the place where I first believed. How many of y'all want to go there? Let God save you again. Let God deliver you again. Get the line out of you. Get the flattery out of you. And say, Lord, for you I live. Yes, I'm not going to let anything get in the way of it. But then I thought about it. I said, God, it didn't so. And it's merciful now. And it make me want to cry. And I said, God, help it come. Has it become so crucial that the pendulum of their lives have swung too far to the left that it can't get back to where it was? Have they swung too far? You know what a pendulum is. It's going back and forth, but it's come back to where it was. But somehow, never. I wonder, have I gone too far that I can't get back? Have I backslid too far that I can't be get back to it? Have I lost my morning that I can't feel it again? Oh God, have I lost my preaching that I can't preach again? Nobody don't want to believe me no more. They don't respect me no more. I want to demand respect, but they still don't respect me. I want somebody to honor me, but they won't honor me because I don't live the life God calls for. Shout glory, somebody. Go run and tell somebody. Stop the drift. Well, God bless you on today. Uh, I tell you, I know many of you have been blessed by listening to your time for a miracle broadcast. Well, this has been yours truly, the Apostle Dr. Lord Benson. Listen, my friends, many of you can be blessed also by writing me. I want to pray the prayer of faith. And believe God for your miracle. Many folks that write. And I tell you the testimonies. After I lay my hands on their prayer requests. I want to pray with you. Now listen. 
You can write me at World Outreach Ministries. That's right. World Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 477, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's World Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 477, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70821. Now, for those of you that desire to attend one of our power-packed services, oh my God, one church at two locations. You don't want to miss your location, my friends. That's on Sunday, every Sunday, in Gonzalez and in Baton Rouge. Now, you can call this number to get directions and information regarding our service times. You may call 225 291 2400. That's 225-291-2400. Call that number to get a schedule of our service times. I know you'll be blessed in one of our services. Well, my friend, our time is about up for today. I'm looking to see you in one of our services. Go with God, my friends. God bless. Say, don't say, don't say.